Hi and welcome to Life of Try. I'm Andrew and in this episode we'll explore further some of the impact that the coronavirus is having on the world of triathlon. We had already done an episode on Ironman Wales at this point and this episode was recorded on the 23rd of April and I speak specifically to Nick Owen who had signed up for Ironman UK. At the time of recording, we had just found out that Ironman Bolton was cancelled. So I discussed with Nick some of his thoughts around the actual event, um, how it had gone to date as regards to training, and also now the communication that had come out of Ironman Wales. We had not found out at this point what the impact was going to be as regards to whether he was going to be deferred, whether he was going to get a refund, whether that was going to be a full refund. So we explore some of those possibilities. Um, and also, as Nick was a first-timer, um, what was he was hoping out of the event? And you know, and now he'd found out that things weren't going to plan. You know, what was his thought process? So let's jump straight into the episode. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the latest uh, edition of the Life of Tribe podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about um, Ironman um, UK, also known as Ironman Bolton. Um, we're just going to have a, a general chat with um, Nick Owen, who joins me um, via Zoom. Um, Nick is a first-timer for Ironman, but has done triathlon for a number of years. Um, this was going to be his first uh, Ironman. Um, so, Nick, thanks very much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on. Pleasure. No, thank you for inviting us. Um, so, yeah, Ironman um, UK was going to be your first Ironman distance triathlon. Yeah, yeah. I was certainly looking forward to it and obviously very, very disappointed the fact that it's cancelled. But obviously the present circumstances, it's probably the right thing to do, really. Uh, so what, what's your history within triathlon? You know, what, what sort of distances have you done previously? Well, it all started with, I, I, I watched the London Marathon every year and I always thought, I fancy that feeling of, of running up to the finish line and when you see people achieve that sort of goal that they'd set out to do, I thought, I, I fair fancy of doing that. So I started uh, the day the 2014 London Marathon finished, that's when I first put on a pair of trainers since I'd left school, to then my goal was to do the London Marathon the next year, so I put on a pair of trainers and I tried, I tried running a mile, and honestly, I, I couldn't run 500 yards, it was a disaster. But I thought, no, I'll, I'll keep going, I'll keep, keep going for a year, and I trained for a year, and, and I did it, and I, I did it for charity, and because I got to a reasonable fitness then, I thought, well, let's not let that slip away. I, I, I looked at triathlon, I thought, well, I'll, I'll have a go at that, and it started from there, really, so... 2015 was my first triathlon, just a spring one, and then gradually built up from there. I think that's probably what most people do for doing an Ironman. They start off with the small ones and keep going, trying to do one bigger, longer and better, don't they? Well, um, you say this, but uh, I did a podcast recently um, with, with a mate of mine, actually, and he jumped straight in with Ironman Wales as his first triathlon. Wow. <laughs> wow. um, and, and I will admit, um, Ironman Wales was technically the first triathlon I signed up for. It wasn't the first one I did, but I, I did. I signed wow. up for Ironman Wales, and I, um, and my other half said to me, "Don't you think you better do a triathlon beforehand <laughs> as a as preparation?" I was like, "Ah, yeah, shit, maybe I better." 
how, how long did you have to prepare for that then? Because obviously I'm looking at my preparation and realistically it's, it started in 2014 with running. Yeah. So that's years and years to sort of get to where I'm at now. How did you? Yeah, I, I will admit I, I, I was running a little bit before heart, beforehand. I've done a couple of half marathons. Um, I am from Cardiff, so um, we've got quite a, a, a big half marathon. Um, and it's um, yeah, it's about, it's about twenty-five thousand people, roughly, maybe a little bit less every year. Do it, so it's quite large. Um, and my other halves are run there, so I, I eventually got part of a running club, um, quite a social running club. And then a few of those guys were doing Ironman, um, right. and I went down two thousand eleven to the first Ironman Wales, and that was yeah, a bit of an eye opener. I knew about triathlon before that, but never really knew what it was. And I don't know if you've ever had a chance to go down to Ironman Wales, but it's... it's um, no, I mean, I've had friends that have done it, and, and I've followed them when they've been doing it, if you will, and it's, social it's media obviously makes it more accessible now, doesn't it? So, so uh, uh, with you were training, you know, you, you said you started off with running and you, you moved up into triathlon. Um, did you have many mates doing triathlon before? Uh, no, uh, no, I, I don't really know why I sort of did. Because I can't swim. <laughs> when I started running, I couldn't run a bath. Yeah. But my cycling was all right. Cycling I enjoyed and and done that since leaving school, mountain bike racing and that sort of thing. A couple of time trials, local and things like that. So cycling was fine. And then obviously doing the marathon, my running was all right. But that swimming, I mean, even from then till now, I've got to admit, is it's a challenge. You know, it's the one I don't like. Out of them all, yeah. I've, I've struggled with. I lost Bolton. Bolton is a lake swim. Yeah, yeah. Pennington Flash, probably described as one of the uh, more unlikable swims from all accounts. But yeah. <laughs> swimming's unlikable, whatever I do. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. So the motivation for Ironman um, Bolton, though, so to sign up for it, or Ironman UK, you know, what was it? Was it just that push or that challenge? No, what it was, I I did a half Ironman, and I did an Olympic before that, did a half Ironman, but because it was only a half, I still had that niggling thing in my head, it's not a full one. So the Ironman name... I mean, there's other events out there in the same distance, but to me, that Ironman name, to do an Ironman, you have to do a full one in, in my head, in the way my mind works. But I've never, I've always said, when everyone said, oh, full one next, I've always said, no, no, not interested. And then I think it slowly wore away in my mind and slowly, slowly picked away. And I'd, we were moving house... When I did the half Ironman, we were moving house, waiting for a house to be finished. We were living in a static caravan. And I just kept saying, no, once we get in the house, I'll have too many jobs to do. You, you can't concentrate on something like that when you've got loads of jobs to do. And then I got all the jobs done. And then I thought, you know what? I am ready now. I, I want to do it. And I think that's the key. You've got to want to do it, haven't you? That's a, there's a difference and, and like now, even though it's been cancelled, I still want to do it, which is great for the mind because it's it is a, a mental game, isn't it? Oh, it it's um, I often say to people, it's it's eighty percent, ninety percent mental. 
Because if you haven't got that ability to push yourself through the training, yeah. yourself on the day, it's yeah. give up now. Because you know, you, we often say you have to train smart for for long distance triathlon, but you still have to put the hours in. And when you're going yeah. out for a four or five hour cycle, and the, and yeah. the shitty weather and the rain and the wind, and no doubt. You you are you're a part of the world and you get the shitty weather as just as much as we Oh that's the frustrating bit. I mean, look at all the rubbish we've had this winter, eh? Right? And look at it now when we can get out. Eh? What can we do? <laughs> our our reward is summer, isn't it? And, and that's what you, you sort of dream of then. Right, let's get all that winter gear off. Yeah. I bought some of them uh, electric gloves and overshoes, which to be honest, transform my winter riding. Oh. Absolutely trans yeah, brilliant. And if anyone ever says, what a load of rubbish, honestly, it's transformed it. So, <laughs> but I've finally been able to ditch them. We can't go anywhere. So. Yeah. Um, I'm very much a fair weather athlete. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so when I've done Ironman Wales previously, I am notorious for not getting on the bike until. Oh, hey, you'll be no good up here. Uh, I, I get you crossed off list straight away. We have a we have a group ride we do on a Thursday night. It's called the Chippy Ride because it starts from the chip shop in Settle. Yeah. And there's a group of us. It can vary because it started off from a, a group of lads that wanted to ride from Derrien House down to the south of France as a for a charity ride. Yeah. So one of their training routes was doing this 37-mile loop round Settle, up round Clapham, round the tops. Rain or shine, sets off at the same time. It's going whether you're there or not. And, and we keep doing that in winter. And it's like the times when you go, I don't want to go out tonight. But you know they're going, so you go. So that's every Thursday night. And then they go for chips afterwards and chips. Uh, there's the reward, isn't it? There's the reward. Yeah. Yeah. So what's Bolton like as a course for the bike? Is it because they've changed it in recent years, haven't they? And hasn't it gone really different? Yeah, well, last year when Bolt and Ironman finished, again, that's when I decided I'm going to do it. So last summer, I managed to get a few rides in from home, setting off from home, go and do the full route, you know, the, the full lap, and then coming back. And that full lap was actually, it was pretty gruesome, really. But the lap, where they've changed it to now is pretty good. So I, I actually bought I bought a new bike because I thought, for me personally, going around there on a time trial bike wasn't the be-all and end-all. I, I don't think it had been, for me personally, don't, you know, a first-timer. So I went and bought a bike with disc brakes, thought that'd be a lot better. But now the course they've changed it to, I've decided I'm going to ride it on the TT by now. Oh, right. It's so much better. It's, it's, it's a really good course, to be yeah. fair. So I'm quite oh. pleased that they've sort of listened to everyone from last time and acted on it. Well, that's, that's, good. that's nice to hear, actually, because you, you often hear, especially with the Ironman brand, uh, you know, people, they just say, oh, they're all about the money. They just, they're just fleecing people for it. But yeah. you know that they actually are listening to sort of, yeah, the, the fans and, and the participants. Yeah, and I think you, for them, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because an Ironman's not meant to be easy, is it? Full stop. You can't put them distances together and think, oh, you've made it too hard. It is what it is, but... The actual course before didn't flow. As, as, a, as a 
to enjoy cycling. It wasn't a nice flowing course, and I think you've got to have, you've you've got to look at it. And I think also we've been three laps in a shorter course, there'll be more crowd, there'll be more atmosphere. They definitely made the right decision. Oh, good. Because yeah, again, I I'm used to Ironman Wales. That's the one I've done a few times, and and the bike course there, people often perceive it as being really difficult. And, and don't get me wrong, it's hard. But what yeah. you've got is a rolling course, and yeah. none of it's flat. Um, and th- there is a, a way up for those people that are doing it for the first time, whether you use a TT bike or whether you use um, your normal road bike. Um, for me, I've always used a road bike just because there is quite a lot of climbing in it. And I just think on a, on yeah. a, um, on a, on a road bike, I, I'm more comfortable climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what your brakes are like on your TT bike. Mine are blooming useless. <laughs> you might as well chuck a weight out at back. So it's not if it, if it if it pissed down going down their mills on Old Bolton course, that'd be a missile through someone's front window. I'll tell you. Yeah, cycling is probably my weakest discipline, and it's because I have no. Don't you see some people and they ride and they ride like they're a motorcyclist. They hit the right lines. They take the corners correctly. They brake at the right time. They accelerate out of the corner. Oh, nicely. I'm the exact opposite of those. <laughs> so I'm I'm on the brakes all the time, and the guys who I cycle with, they, you know, they're all constantly having a go at me, saying, "You know, keep going." Time you're losing on them brakes, you pussy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a climber, so you know things like Ironman uh, Wales, the course really benefits me because I'll yeah. climb all day. But God, am I dead awful coming down them. <laughs> but I think as well, like, a flat course is equally as hard because you get no let up, do you? Yeah, so yeah. I, I think this Bolton course will be, will be good because the, the, the descents that are in it now, you get a bit of relax on it. You know, it's not as, whereas before it was to concentrate going down as much as uphill, really. Um, I, I did half, half, well, half Ironman was my first ever Ironman and it was in the Cotswolds and it was a lovely flat course. And um, I remember coming off the bike thinking, you know, I've averaged 21, 22 miles an hour here. And I, I came off and I, 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 you know, I, was, I thought it was amazing. And it led me into such a false sense of security when I did Ironman Wales or the training for Ironman Wales. I went and rode the course and I thought, yeah, um, I'm not going to be a 21, 22 mile an hour bike pure. It's, yeah, uh, no, no. I'd be, I'd be you know, struggling to hit 17, 18 miles an hour. Um, it's a funny one. So how how has your training gone though over the winter? It's been brilliant. I actually um, I've never had it before, but I've uh, been getting some help from Mark at Bespoke Physiotherapy in Clitheroe, and he's been doing my plan and linked up with Training Peaks and all the rest of it. Everything. I think when when I did half Ironman, I just did it all myself. Training went well. Race went well. But after, we have our local club, Ribble Valley Triathlon Club, and that's what I use for my swimming training. And there's a few there that have done Ironman. They've always been saying, look, you need a coach, you need a coach. So I've been using Mark, and he's been brilliant. And he's done these sort of events. So, And I think having a coach that's done it, you have more respect knowing they've been through it. I think that's a big thing. There's so many online places and, and 
some and you just wonder if they're just printing some stuff off. There's good and bad, but to have someone local, someone to help, you know, he's been guiding me. He, he's been looking at what I'm doing all the time, checking and we've been in touch with each other all the time. So, yeah, that, that's been a great help as that. Well, that's, well, that's going to be one of my questions, actually. You know, whether you had gone there alone or whether you'd got a coach because uh, you know, a lot of people doing it for the first time will just get the Don Think book and try and yeah. work it out for themselves. Yeah, and, and, and that was one reason why I used Mark because when I looked at these books, I'm looking at it thinking, there's no way, me personally, I'm not going to go and do something before I go to work. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I put all my time and effort with Mark saying, look, I can do this, do that. And, it, and he broke it down and put it in such a way that it can work. Whereas when I looked at that, I couldn't even understand half the jargon they were on about when you look at these plans. <laughs> so I bought, I got myself a smart trainer so I can do my intervals and all that in that. And then the running thing, and that's, that's going really well, the intervals on that. And then the plan was obviously now to start and do longer stuff now in that sort of area, if you will. But obviously that sort of ended, really. Yeah, and yeah, and that's what a coach will give you. They'll give you that reassurance that the winter is there to build and leave the weekends. And then, you know, as soon as, you know, you, you go in X amount of time from your race, that's when you start, start the building. And, yeah, and I, I was starting with injuries, you see. Before I started with Mark, I was starting with injuries. And and I'm a very much gunner. Yeah. Give it as much as you can. Every time you put them trainers on, you're absolutely flat out. Well, apparently that doesn't work, does it? <laughs> it doesn't work when you're getting older, that's for sure. <laughs> A lot of um, triathletes that I speak to, you know, they're... None of us are getting any younger. We're all possibly the wrong side of 30, if not the wrong side of 40. Um, you know, we come from a, um, a long line of other sports or what have you. Uh, and, you, yeah, you just think you can go a million miles an hour. You think every man has to be race pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and there's a lot to be said for things like running within a zone two heart rate. Oh, yeah. This is that is one thing I have really struggled with when he's telling me to do my slower runs and stuff. I'm like, I'm bloody walking at that, Mark. This is, he says, get used to it, and that is that's one of the hardest things I've struggled with. Very difficult. I don't know if you're like me. Do you end up shouting at your watch because it's beeping because it's you, your heart rate's gone too high or something? Hold it as far as I'm away, can away from me, so I can't hear the bloody thing. <laughs> <laughs> so look, we, we've gone into, um, you know, y y y your foundation phase seems to have gone quite well. And as you said, yeah, yeah. about the build um, and going into the longer runs and swims and what have you. Um, but obviously we were hit with coronavirus and you know, COVID-19. Um, yeah. I was, you know, how has it affected you? Affected you? Have you managed to do any training? Well, unfortunately, I did start being ill um, a couple of weeks ago, um, which started off with headaches and what I thought was flu. Um, then got a, so I backed off my training. 
then started feeling better and started again and then unfortunately got a lung infection. That's cleared up, started training again and then I've been back in touch with my GP um, but he's, he's diagnosed it over the telephone as being COVID but it's a diagnosed over the telephone so I'm not really sure so I am self-isolating at the moment and yeah. um, so training sort of on hold which is probably the most frustrating thing when sun's out now and you, you could at least go out for a run I can't I can't even go out for anything now so I'm really really frustrated hopefully get rid of that and I, I bet because the problem is when you're fit and you're trying to get Ironman fit, it does become a little bit addictive, and you just want you just think, oh, I just you know, just another run, just another cycle. Yeah. Well, I just I got into that training six days a week, and it it was going brilliant, absolutely, to plan. You know, I was feeling fit. I'd just done a big block, and I'm thinking, yeah, we're making headway here. I thought. Well, you know, everything's going in the right direction. And then this comes around and you're just like, oh, I can't believe it. And every day you don't train, you think, how am I ever going to get back to where we were? And I think it's when, when you, you, you read books and you listen to other things, everyone goes through the same thing. Everyone. I, I, I think you're 100% right. You know, everyone thinks... You know, I, oh, I've got to keep up with fitness. Or even when you get a niggle or, or an injury and it keeps you out for X amount of time, you, yeah. you always think you've got to play catch-up. And, yeah. and, and that's where the benefit of a coach will come in. And the coach will say to you, right, we're not playing catch-up. What we're doing, we're going to amend your training yeah. plan. To and, and, and that's why you do the long training build-up to allow for this sort of thing, which now when I look back, yeah, all the hours we did in the winter that we complain about, that's to give a bit of security for now, so to speak. I know before coronavirus kicked off and, you know, we got a whisper that the lockdown was coming on, um, I put a shout out to see if anyone had a treadmill um, that they could lend us. And I got, uh, it was Soyang Europe, um, that's a supplier of digital printable media. They have a gym in, in oh, their place. And so they said, look, you can borrow ours by all means. Wow. So they lent me a treadmill so I'm technically I was technically set up got my turbo trainer got my treadmill swimming I don't like training swimming so <laughs> I could I could quite easily forget that I wasn't that bothered about practicing that in lockdown so mm -hmm. I, at least I was set up for it you know well, that's good. That's good. being cancelled is it's the right decision for him to make isn't it yeah and if we go into that as well because um you know, Ironman, we're getting a lot of um, flack from some quarters as regards to their comms. Um, yeah. They were saying um, we weren't going to make a decision um, yet. We were going to let people know um, around the 50-day mark or within 50 days. So, yeah. um, but fair play to them with, I with Ironman UK. They've let you know more than 50 days in advance, haven't they? Yeah, and, and to be honest, I think the whole COVID thing is worse to be involved in than politics and religion because everyone has really, really strong views on it. Yeah. And me personally, if I am to... They, they're running a business, aren't they? And they've 
they've got to look at the logistics, the financial part of it and everything. And they, they either wanted it to run as much as any athlete out there wanted it to, but it, and they want to hang on as long as they can because nobody knows what's going to happen, do they? Nobody knows. So if they turn around tomorrow and said, look, we've got it wrong, everyone's going to be let out and can do what they want, they can start swimming training again, I'd be there on that start line. I wouldn't stick my dummy out or all, oh, they've changed their mind, I'd be there. It's an event we entered, that's what I've signed up for. So the fact that they've had, ideally, I'd have loved them to put it on in, say, September or something like that, a bit longer to train, a bit cooler to racing. Yeah. That would have been my perfect scenario. Well, that's going to be my next question to you, actually. If, if, you know, if they had postponed, um, w w you know, would you have done it? And you know, obviously yeah. answered that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I can't, I can't, I can't. Iron Man is a journey, isn't it? Everyone always tells you about this journey and and the mental strength you need for it. And, and I think this is a fine example of it. It's my first one. You psych yourself up. You, you, you. How many runs? How many swims? How many bike rides do you go on? Where that's all you think about. That. I mean. For me, I become a bit obsessed with it because I want to do my best and that's all I think about. So to have that goal taken away for you and you think, right, I've got another winter to go through, that takes some getting your head around that. If someone's done one before, then they say, oh, I've done it. But for me, I've never done it and I want to do it. So I don't know if that's a bit different or if it changes, if you've done one before or how it works really. And so, yeah. If um, what what have they offered you at the moment? Is there a refund or is there, is there um, a deferral to next year? Um, it's. I think it's for me. Well, it's an automatic deferral to next year. I think I haven't looked into it. I think they've made the announcement, ah, but not clarified hundred percent what's happening really. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of things on social media of. Um, People complain they never give you your money back. So I presume that's not an option anyway. But for me, I'm, I'm just automatically trying to defer to next year, really. And you are right, because you mentioned it earlier. You know, they're running a business. And um, within Wales, we've got um, a company called Activity Wales, and, and they run the long course weekend. Which all right, yeah. yeah is that, that the one on TV, isn't it? Yeah, 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 and it's a, it's a cracking event, you know, they do the swimming on the Friday, they do the, the bike ride on the Saturday, they do the run on the Sunday. Yeah, it looks really good. Huh? Which is up to, up to full Ironman. Um, but they they had a quite a big bit of backlash this year, because they cancelled the whole event, and then they only give partial refunds. Yeah. Um, and I, I think they backtracked slightly, and they, and they ended up giving more of a refund, and then... Um, uh, sort of priority and discounted rate ready for next year, but it's sort of you're damned if you're doing, damned if you don't. You know, if, if they'd given a full refund, well, you know, they, they've got certain bills they would have paid, they've got deposits. Yeah, they, they wouldn't be there next year. That's the problem. Is I, I see both sides to it. You know, we, we pay a, a lot of money to enter these events, and it isn't cheap. If you want to do triathlon, full stop, it's expensive. There's no cheap way of doing it, is it? Well, no, no. So <laughs> everyone puts a lot of time and effort in, 
and unfortunately this is one of them circumstances that it's out of everyone's hands and, and I know people are saying I, I read I read about it on Facebook and all your, your different groups and yeah it's a lot of money to enter and it's taken away and they're only giving you half back but we are I mean I might be speaking out of turn but me personally we're doing this as a, a luxury it's an event it's not a necessity no, it's, no. it's an event to achieve your own goal isn't it and if we don't get all the money back, hey, and believe me, I'm as tired as it come. I want every bit of penny back, but it's not going to happen. So if we, don't get, if we get it all back, we'll have nothing to race next year. It's, yeah. That's the way I look at it. So I'd rather, if it can get deferred, just put all events on hold. You get to do them next year and you get a bit longer to train. Okay. So I, I know we're in a funny situation at the moment. We're in lockdown. We don't really know what's around the corner. But... You know, if some of this eases, would you try and do another, maybe shorter distance triathlon later in the year? I think so. Yeah, try. It's nice to keep your finger in, isn't it, and just keep motivation going that way. Yeah, I think so. I think the only problem is because I, th- I have to sit down with Mark, yeah, and just work out what we're going to do, yeah, yeah. how we're going to work here, and how, how the training will change now. But my thoughts will be, I'd, I'd prefer to go out and do longer steadier miles just build up that way and then the problem when you come and do that and you've got to do a short sprint race or something like that which I right enjoy sprints are my favourite then you haven't got the speed have you as such so then you start thinking oh, am I going to get my ass kicked if I go doing that so I don't know well, I have to sit down with him and see what and, and we also need to know what's going to be about don't we yeah we have a, and that's it because it's um, you know Ironman Wales at the moment is still happening um, you know, I, I always come back to Ironman Wales because that's the big one locally for me. Yeah, um, yeah, there's, there's a pile of local big big events in Wales as well that are, they are still happening. But it's yeah. very strong in Wales. It's triathlon, isn't it? Really strong. Yeah, and, and but you know why you find I find there's a lot of guys who played rugby most of their life. You know, they hit they they've just turned thirty or, or the mid thirties. They can't do it anymore for injury. And it just seems that triathlon is is the step to go into. Yeah, and what you tend yeah, to have yeah. is guys who are a little bit older. Maybe they they've had their families, or their families are a little bit older. They they're further on in their career. They got a little bit of disposable income. So you know, triathlon they can sort of uh, afford it. Yeah, yeah. And but it's, I, it's, it's big. I think when people talk about triathlon, they automatically think. You've got to be superhuman, but it's not necessarily the case, is it? You can get on at any level and, and have a go and, and enjoy it. I mean, every, everyone likes to to achieve, don't they? And I think it's that sense of achievement to do it. I think that's why it's so popular. Yeah, and I think when people think triathlon, they automatically think Ironman, and it doesn't have to be that. You know, and, and you know, it's one of the reasons why Life of Try exists. That you know, it, it is about the super sprints and the sprints and the Olympic distance ones. Um, as if you know, if we were a, a running channel, you know, we would be talking about five k's and ten k's, not just yeah. the, the London marathons of the, of the day. Sort of thing. So yeah, no, it's fine. Nick, I, I'll, let's wrap up there. It's, it's brilliant to have you on. Um, uh, if you ever want to come down to Wales and you want to do a a, um, a recce of the the course there, by all means, let me know. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's um yeah. Can you hit some of them hills out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, 
Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to sort of um, have you on again some other time if you're if you're ever up for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd love to. All right. Thanks very much for that. All right. Keep safe. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Life for Try podcast. We really hope you enjoyed. And if you have any thoughts or feedback in how we can improve or any topics you want us to talk about in the future, please let us know. We exist to try and make triathlon simple. So your feedback is really important to us. Check out our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Um, subscribe to those channels. Follow us, like us, tag us into posts. Just interact with us and we look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thanks for listening.